0: RadioInfluence.com.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome back To Life in the Fast Lane Hosted by me, your boy Mr. Black Moses How's everybody doing this week? You already know how your boy is doing I'm doing grand I hope you guys and gals are doing grand as well Listen, man Listen, I am excited to let you all know, in case you don't know, about this year's AIM Expo. The AIM Expo. If you don't know, you need to know. Go to www.aimaimexpousa.com. That's AIM Expo USA. Dot .com Listen, listen man. Your boy Mr. Black Moses is going to be in the building for the entire event weekend. When is it? Well, I'm happy that you asked. The show dates for the 2019 Aim Expo event. September the 26th through the 29th, 2019. I'll say it again. September 26th through the 29th. Of 2019. Where's it going to be? At the Greater Columbus Convention Center in Columbus, Ohio. That's right, Ohio. Your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is coming to Ohio. Columbus, to be exact. I'm very excited to be a part of this event this year. Uh, I'm coming in as an ambassador, uh, a host. They have so many great things that are going on with the event this year. And one of the new features of the AIM Expo is a, a, it's a feature called, they're basically neighborhoods. They're neighborhoods. But the feature neighborhood that your boy is going to be hosting is called the Alley. And, you know, it's the word... <laughs> Shout out to Adam and Cinnamon. Um, in our meetings, we we discussed the term gritty chic. Gritty chic, and I like it. New hashtag alert, hashtag gritty chic. You guys and gals are going to see me posting about it soon, uh, probably within the next perhaps couple of hours. <laughs> You'll see some posts on my social media uh, about this year's AIM Expo my participation uh, the alley uh, and everything that's going to be going on in relationships to the feature uh, area that I will be in but you know your boy I'm going to be all over the place you can't keep me I can't sit still it's, it's it's part of it's a gift and a curse I can't sit still but I'm really excited really excited uh, to be involved with the show on the level that I'm going to be involved with it this year so listen man go to www.aimexpousa.com. Make sure that you are available, that you're in the building, that you're, if you're nearby Ohio, just come to the show. If you're not nearby, come to the show anyway. Start making plans now to be there. The show kicks off September the 26th. The Greater Columbus Convention Center. Center. I'm sorry, I'm so excited. But your boy's going to be there I'm stoked. That's right, Black Moses is stoked to be a part of the show this year. I can't wait for things to really start kicking off. I'm excited to uh, to bring that gritty chic. <laughs> I'm bringing gritty chic to Columbus, Ohio, baby. Let's get it. You dig? Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. My guest this week is the founder, the publisher. The editor in chief of Black Girls Ride magazine. She's also the vice president of the Steel Horses MC Los Angeles chapter. Please welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, my friend, Portia P.T.
2: Taylor. I'm good, man. How are you? I am
1: grand. I'm grand. I'm doing fan. (laughs) Fantastic. You dig? Your boy, Black Moses is doing wonderful.
2: How are I you? Know. I, listen, I can't complain. I'm living the life. I believe it's a, good, it's a good day. It's a good, good day.
1: You know what? It's a great time to be alive. I've been telling a lot of people that that has been coming up in my casual conversations, just that it's a great time to be alive. There's so many wonderful and positive things that are going on in the universe. I'm just, your boy is just happy to be around to partake and participate if you dig. <laughs> you dig? Participate and partake. What's going on with you? Like you're, um, wait, wait, let's back it up a little bit. Let's just back it up a little bit. Okay. You and I have known each other for how long?
2: Man, it's been years. It's right? been a long time.
1: Yeah, It's been, it's been a long, long. time.
2: I would have
1: say at least five years. Okay, okay. Well, and,
2: well.
1: And you know it's funny because we 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 stay in touch, but we really kind of fall into each other's company. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, from time to time. Like, we don't ever really orchestrate because you're West Coast, I'm East Coast. No Matter of fact, let's switch that. We are both, we're, we're international. I think we can say that we are international right, right, figures right. at this point in the game. Um, but it's never like, we never orchestrate or schedule anything. We There just might be an event and there both of us may be. And, you know, it's always love and it's always a good time to see you. But I want to... I bring that up because I've never really asked you how you became so involved with the industry on the level that you're involved. So, if we can take it back real quick, can we talk about your early bike life? Can we talk about like yeah, something So, what yeah, give me the rundown, absolutely. give your boy the rundown. How did it begin?
2: Oh, um, okay, so I started riding in November of 2003. in los angeles um my cousin um and i went to go see biker boys of course of course you know right i had always you know i always wanted to ride from when i was a little kid but my dad was like no you're gonna kill yourself you know how parents are He kind of put the kibosh on those dreams but when i saw biker boys i saw women who were riding their own bikes (laughs) <laughs> and they weren't riding little bikes. They were riding the same stuff the guys were riding. And so that was real inspirational. And in the movie, um, I, you know how we are. We, we're real computer savvy. So in the movie, there was a club called Total Package that the character Lisa Bonet was actually the president of in the movie. But that's actually a real or was a real motorcycle club here in Los Angeles. Okay. So, um, you know, my goal was to get a bike. Go find Total passes and, you know, try and become a part of their whole movement. Well, life is life and doesn't really happen like that. But I, so I did get a bike. I bought my first uh, Kawasaki Ninja ZX6R. Um, and I love that bike. It, it was amazing. Mm. It was a 98 and it was perfect for me. Uh, but when I first bought the bike, I didn't know anything about bikes. So, of course, I go to Craigslist and okay. I, find, I find the bike. My cousin um take I take him with me because he supposedly knows about bikes. I take him with me to take a test ride.
1: Supposedly. And,
2: right. Well, I mean, you know, he knew more than I did. Let me right,
1: right. So, I just like I just like how you threw that out there, supposedly.
2: And, and I'm gonna tell you why. So so I get the bike and it's beautiful. I mean, when I tell you it's in pristine condition, I actually have a picture of it on Black Girls Ride as uh, you know, how to buy a kind of a buyer beware post for uh, women who need to learn how to buy used. And because from, from the outside, you couldn't tell anything was wrong with it. So I'm riding around on this bike and I, I, I go to a bike night and I meet a lady named Federal who's a member of, she at the time was a member of the Warriors MC is one of the older MC clubs in Los Angeles. Okay. And she volunteered to teach me how to ride. Because when I rode to the bike night that I first met her at, I was real shaky. You know, I didn't know what I was doing, but I made it, you know, right. I got to, made it. Okay, okay. Um, so I got there, I made it, everything is, everything was cool. And so, um, we started riding together, she and I, she would take me out on the freeways at night when there was less traffic and we just had a great time. But one night we went to, um, a bike night at Fridays in LA when it used to be popping, right? It was Magic Johnson Fridays. Okay. And I, I rolled up on the bike and the guy, there was a guy there and he said, Hey, your bike looks great, but something's wrong with it. And so I'm like, oh, he's just trying to kick it to me, you know. He was like, bring it, bring it to the house, and let me take a look at it. His name was Mad, and at the time he was a sergeant at arms for Steel Horses Motorcycle Club. Steel and, Horses, um, right? Right. Steel Horses out here in, in Los Angeles. So I said, okay, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm a little wary, but I'm gonna go take it to him. So I took it to him, and it turns out he had a garage like you would see at a shop in his house okay. with the lift and all the tools on the wall, everything. So All in the crib,
1: in the crib, right?
2: Right. I was like, oh, no, so he really, really knows bikes. So he said, just, you know, sit right here. Let me see. He, you know, lifted up the tank and, you know, he said, okay, so your bike is running on two cylinders right now. Stop breathing, right? He did some kind of magic trick. <laughs> After about an hour and a half, he said, take it out for a ride. He said, but be careful because the throttle to be different than what you're used to. Man, it was like I had a whole new bike. Wow! I get on the bike and I'm like, wow. So from that point on, I was like, okay, those guys are who I need to be with. (laughs) (laughs) Everywhere they were, they were going, and eventually I joined the club. And I'm now the vice president of the Los Angeles chapter. What? How come I didn't know that? I don't know. No,
1: why you didn't know that? (laughs) I should have known that. I didn't know that. Black Moses is learning things about his friends today. I like it.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Still Horses, man. That's an amazing family. You know, it's so much more than just a club. It's an amazing family. Um, And our mother chapter just celebrated 20 years in Brooklyn this past um, July. So, you You know. You know what?
1: You know what? That makes a lot of sense why you are always crossing the crossing the house, yeah. east coast coming over to the east side because that makes okay. Okay, I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together because steel horses, oh. the mother chapter is in Brooklyn, right?
2: Brooklyn, New York, exactly. That's so why every, every year, I, I make it a point since 2015. I have been back to the mother chapter on ground every year, um, just to kind of show love. I, I, you know, I hadn't um, been to the actual clubhouse because I didn't want to go unless I went on ground. So I got really sick at the end of 2014. And when you're in a hospital for days, right, you have a lot of conversations with God. And yes. I, I want I want to ride cross country. I want to get, you know, get some experience doing that. And um, I decided, you just decide. And so I decided I was going to take my cross country ride to New York in 2015. Originally, the plan was it didn't matter, cause, you know, when you tell people you're going, you get a million people that say, "Oh yeah, I'm going. Which I'm going. Which I'm going with." You, I'm going with you. <laughs> when it's time yeah. to pull off the
1: curve, <laughs> right? You
0: know Those, numbers it,
1: it it, Those numbers diminish. Those numbers. Sometimes, right. yeah. If if you have somebody other than yourself at that point, it's a blessing. Yeah. You
2: blessing. know. So in 2015, I made the trip with my two club brothers, my prez, and one of my other club brothers all three of us went and it was the best time of my life. I mean, we had a great time going across country to New York and coming back. And so I decided that I would make that a summertime ride for me. And then, you know, I would plan stuff along the way so that we could, you know, I would stop and meet folks in different cities and it, it just got to be real exciting. And so through that, I've been able to meet a lot of people on the road and, I think it was very necessary in growing the Black Girls Ride movement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as we would go to different cities, you, you find different people that are like, yo, I'm down, I've been following you, and, 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 you know, you make new relationships, and I think that's always a good thing. But, yeah,
0: that's...
1: Let me make a note real quick. See, okay. for those listening to Life in the Fast Lane, I, I just wanted to be known, Black Moses knows a lot of people. And there's a handful of people that I know that know more people than I know people. (laughs) You, (laughs) you know, a lot of people, more importantly, though, a lot of people know who you are. And that is a testament to your network and your spirit as a rider and a person. Like, you know, you you're one of those people that you you magnet you're a magnet. You're a magnet and people wanna oh. like you know what I mean? People are drawn to you, but drawn to you for the right reasons. From this side of the table, from what I see, from what I observe, you're just one of those people that, you know what? I would like to see what she's about. She seems like she's someone who I need to be involved with, support. She's got a positive flow, a positive energy. How, how can I be down? You know, that's the vibe that you give off. And like I said, I know a lot of people, and a lot of people know me. But you, you know a lot of people, and a lot more people know you. So the mere fact that I can holler at you, sister, <laughs> I consider that a blessing. I consider you a you enrich my life. Real rap, real rap. That's your boy, Black Moses, keeping it one thousand with you. You dig? I dig it. Um,
2: I appreciate that for sure. It's um, it's a good feeling. You know, when you're out here and you are out here for the right reasons. So. You know, you you and I both know we've been on the motorcycle scene for a while. A lot of folks have their own reasons for what they do. Mm-hmm. Mine are straight up educating women and showing what our face in motorsports looks like. That is the passion that I have for Black Girls Ride. And I'm just excited to meet all of these riders from everywhere. You know, let's talk the- about
1: let's talk about Black Girls' Ride. Let's talk about okay.
2: it. All right. How
1: how 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 was that initiated? Now you just said what your passion is is about the education and 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 showing and making an awareness. I think awareness is probably the a dope word for it. You know making other lady riders aware of their presence. And I don't want to say place because when you say place, you know, you know your place. But I think presence and prominence in our industry, which is still it is what it is. It's a male-dominated industry, but Black Girls Ride is a movement. How yeah. did it get, how? Break it down.
2: Okay, so, um, so Black Girls Ride started in 2011 on New Year's Day, one, 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 one right? I read a book from cover to cover called The Alchemist mm. by Paulo Coelho. If you ever read the book, um, it's a great, great book. But what I took from the book was you can be great, but you could still be wasting time not following what your passion is, okay?
1: Mm. So, stop, 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 Portia, hold on. I mean, you just said a true <laughs> thing. Because on Life in the Fast Lane, when, when, when my guests say true things, I ask them to repeat it for those who didn't hear it the first time. Could you please repeat that quote from The Alchemist?
2: Sure. It, 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 you can be great, but you can still be wasting your time if you're not following what your passion is.
0: Damn, that's true.
2: So here's the thing. So my background is in marketing and promotions. I I graduated from UCLA. I started uh, in marketing in the music industry. From there, I was a marketing manager at Adidas for about nine years, almost 10 years. And um, I was in a space where I was looking for what the next chapter was going to be. And I knew that I loved motorcycles. I knew that I loved writing. I had a degree in history. So I thought a motorcycle magazine for women would be really cool. And so I, I got online and I started researching because in my head, um, the, the magazine that I had in mind was going to be essence meet super sport bike. Right. Okay. That, was the, that was the idea. And so, you know, the goal was to showcase racers, uh, riders, stunners, clubs, uh, product reviews, everything that, you know, I felt was missing because there was no one in motorsports talking to my community. And believe me, I looked, Mm -hmm. uh, if you type in black female motorcycle before black girls ride," you will find Bessie Stringfield. That's it. Right. And you know, Bessie did a tremendous amount for African American women. I mean, she rode during a time where we weren't even allowed to think about being a motorcyclist let alone cross state lines and do, you know, the, the stunning and the, the, all of the amazing things that she did. Right. But something stuck out to me, and it was that you can't tell me, because Bessie rode in the 30s and 40s. You can't tell me that after Bessie Stringfield, there were no prominent female motorcyclists. That doesn't make sense.
1: Right. There had to have been. And, and you see, this is when that, your history, you, you know... You, right. You, you, yeah, Right. <laughs> you using that degree. Use that degree.
2: Exactly. Let's get into this a little bit more. And then I started to learn about Peggy Llewellyn mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and her being the first woman of color to win a sanctioned um, NHRA event, you know, and again, that was not something that was being shouted from the mountaintop. I mean, there were just too many stories that I felt that needed to be told. And so Black Girls Why was born that day. I created what would be the template for the magazine, the website uh, you know much like you i'm a creative so oh, yeah when you yeah. have these ideas you just act on them you move
1: because if you don't if you don't like i don't know about you but i know me as a creative if i don't do if i don't do it if i don't act on it i get sick to my stomach like something like i'm yes. not being honest with my soul like my my universe gets a little bit out of whack if not a lot out of balance and i it's like i i need to do this so
2: you did yeah. it it's it's, 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 it becomes, it be, it's a part of a, a passion project because, you know, when you're first starting this, there's no money involved. Mm, you put all these mm, things,
1: mm.
2: money at all. You're just doing it for the love. And so that's where Black Girls Ride was born, right? The magazine was born. And so we did it and I kept doing it. And um, there were a few people that believed in it. We went to print for a little while and then realized that wasn't the way. Right. Because, you know, everybody's going digital. So if the big boys are going digital, why would I go into the print? You know, so I said, OK, let's focus on digital and reaching more people. Right. And the movement be- became prevalent because uh, people, they started to see themselves in the pages. You mm-hmm. know, black women started to see themselves in the pages and there would be people who were like, wow. Uh, I've been following you for so long and I finally got my bike and now I want to come to an event. And from there, the movement just grew. It grew and grew and grew and grew. And thanks to some very great women who uh, jumped on board on the team over the years and just help it, you know, continue to, to gain momentum. And so now here we are today um this year was 2019 this is our eighth year oh uh, wow uh yeah i mean i'm excited congratulations 19 yeah 2019 yeah we made it to eight right exactly so which is remarkable when you think of all of this stuff that we've seen over the years and, and you've witnessed a lot of it yes before. i have Start, starting and stopping and there's there, there was Wait, you know
1: Oh, you know that's the that's the that's the grand opening, grand closing. Sometimes it happens right. in the same month. I've seen it happen.
2: But you know what? You you kind of you look you gain passion and you lose passion, and you gain passion. Because even with Black Girls Ride, we just went in, we went through. A, um, I took it down for a year to redevelop and redesign the magazine itself, but to redefine for me what I wanted it to be. What what was the next phase? Uh, because right. I felt it had gotten to be a little stagnant, and so um, I think you know it's it's the the thing was the women were saying you got to bring it back, you got to hurry up and bring it back yeah. because even though the magazine took a year off, we still produce events, we still did our educational writer prep workshops all across the country where we go and teach women about writing, about long distance writing, about planning journeys and things like that. So we were never gone. Yeah. Yeah. But it was important for women to continue to see themselves because there's still nobody um giving women of color a place in motorsports consistently.
1: I agree. I agree. I think that what you have created, what you created has it's 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 more than a movement. I mean, like, you know, even you said that you took it down just to reevaluate. Okay. But in the absence of the actual, uh, concept, the people wanted it. So you were, I think, extremely successful in reaching a base that didn't have a place, didn't have a presence, didn't have that window. You created this, opportunity for them and then when it was like okay well where 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 is it you know so that speaks volumes in itself that the people want it the ladies want it
2: that's important
1: that's important
2: yeah it is and and um i'm excited to do it because you know i just i i see where motorsports is going and that's been something that i've been able to kind of see um Even in different other uh, jobs that I've had, I can always kind of see the trend where we're going. And so, can
1: I I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yeah. Where Where is the industry going?
2: Oh wow. Okay. So, and this is my. You just You just said
1: you just said you spot trends that's part of. So I'm I like I want to know. You know I'm 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 about to learn something. Preach to your
2: boy yeah um okay so in my opinion women are the future of motorsports right? right with with 20% of the market share as um you know the MIC said right um we are the fastest growing segment of the motorsports market with the most uh room for growth um because here's the thing if you have a woman who rides she's going to be okay with her husband riding and she's going to be okay with her kids riding. So women are the pinnacle of a household when it comes to motorcycle purchases, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Preach. If if the industry continues, and I'm starting to see that a lot of the different OEM manufacturers, shout out to Indians and Polaris, um, who have been my biggest supporter of the last few years, who have seen those trends early, And are providing consistent resources. Let me say that again. Providing consistent resources for women to get educated and to make great purchasing decisions. That is where the future of motorsports lies. Mm. Okay. So, uh, because of that, we're, we're now seeing women who are not afraid to go longer distances. And that's a, and I'm, and I'm very proud of black girls ride and our influence in that space because we've been vocal on social media about our trips and uh, about, you know, taking long distance trips. A lot of ladies are saying, I want to do that. They're, they're grabbing their, that inspiration from that and saying, I want to do that too. And so that influences the industry in a big way, um, and I got a I got a statistic from um, actually I got a statistic from Indian when I was in talks with their team. They found a study that showed that in the African American community, women owners have outpaced male owners. Uh, I think it's 50 three percent to 47 percent
1: oh wait 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 so you're saying that there are more sisters riding in the in the motorcycle consumer market right than there are brothers
2: now let me say let me preface it with the word owner
1: understood
2: that means that maybe we are on document we are on documentation as owners of all of these bikes and i've been in all kind of online discussions about this because you know there are some men who take uh, offense or or question the study but my thing is why not congratulate the women for taking that initiative don't to hate graduate right. be, be a part of the be a part of the community but right. you know, like, I know, like i know for a long time that motorsports has been male dominated It will continue yes. to be male dominated and I don't think it's a bad thing for women to step up. Because
1: how, how could it be a bad thing? It, that doesn't make any sense at all to be upset about. Look, any motorcycle, more motorcycles on the road is a great thing. It's a grand thing for everybody in the motorcycle industry. What is it to be upset about?
2: Because I feel like it's a protective mechanism of kind of a uh, the one space that some men can go to retreat.
1: They need to get over it. They need to get over it. I'm saying, Black Moses is saying, "Get up, fellas, fellas, get over it, get over it. The sisters, the sisters is rotten, dog. Let's get it. We can all get it.
2: They're gonna have to deal because we're here. And to be honest with you, the slab doesn't know gender." You know what I'm saying? The saddle doesn't know gender. Uh, a thousand miles for me a day is the same as a thousand miles for you a day. You saying, you're
1: saying a lot of true stuff. You saying a lot of true stuff. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead.
2: Preach. That's, that's the real that's the real deal. And when I have conversations, I for the most part, men are so respectful of the, the mileage that we ride. And um it's, and, and I will purpose it and I'll say um, ground pounders, those who actually travel outside of their county line. Mm-hmm. I don't find that I have gender conversations with them. I have riding conversations with them. Wow. You see? And that's but and that's what it is. Right, that's what it is. And so respect to all of the ground pounders who've shown me love. And you know, what's always, uh, what's amazing too is um, I get a lot of love from the OGs on the motorcycle set. Um whether it's here or other states, they will always come up and show love and, and say, "Dang, I can't believe you in California. You always gone." You know, right? Right? Of, you'd be surprised who follows our journeys on social media. There'll be people that you didn't even think that was following you will walk up to you and say, "So how uh, you know how was that trip to Brooklyn?" And I'm like, <laughs> <"Awesome."> <laughs> You know. And so I'm just happy to be able to be that inspiration. Do you know um, so,
1: Yelly? Do you know Yelly? Danielle I Yelly do, Brown. Yes,
2: Yelly That's is.
1: my homie. I had her on the show a couple, like, like two months ago. That's my homie yes. for real. But she talked about ground pounding and you know, like, you know, just getting out there, getting serious seat time, traveling, you know, out of state, out of you know, East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, just getting on that bike. And riding, and you know, it's it's amazing to me because if I I wish I ride a lot, but a lot of times I don't get to ride to where I'm going to ride. I'm not complaining at all. I get to ride a lot, but I don't get to ride to where I don't get to ride to the ride. If that makes any sense, a lot of times because of my travel schedule, yeah. is usually yeah. like I'm on a plane and it's a press launch or a press event right. or whatever. Right. But when I I swear. That's on my list of things to make time for is mm-hmm. to start annually. I need to just get on it and say, like you said earlier, you just made you decided, You made a choice.
0: Yeah. Black yeah. Moses
1: needs to just make it. I just need to make a decision and, and do it. I need to get on my bike and say, I'm starting here on this date and I'm going to ride. And when I get there, I get there. I'm not going to press myself. I'm not going to, you know. Right. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to press myself. But I need to press myself to pick a date and a destination. That's what I need to do. You just inspired me. Portia, you just inspired
2: me. awesome. And, and you know, when you do that, you're going to find that that's where you have a lot of those creative moments. You know, whenever I'm feeling um, stagnant, I will mm-hmm. get on a bike and just go ride and then the ideas will come and it kind of opens up. I have a lot of talks we got on the road, especially those long stretches yes. where you're you're in between major cities, uh, you know, and you know get get something that's comfortable, take some time, and you know get out there and see the, see the country. The best way to see America is on two wheels.
1: That's uh, We have
2: very beautiful roads and you know you, we take it for granted especially me being in California we can ride pretty much 320 days out of the year mm. and we take we take it for granted because you know if it's a little overcast i'm not going to go it's just going to be a sunny day around the corner but there are people from other countries who travel and spend thousands of dollars just to ride these highways that yep it, you know So I would definitely encourage you. And I absolutely love Yelly. She's one of our Black Girls Ride ambassadors. Love her. And um, just always willing to give a helping hand, always willing to come with, you know, some words of encouragement. Matter of fact, there was a young lady who was in our group who, um, and for those of you guys that want to find us on Facebook, we have the Black Girls Ride Facebook group. The only caveat is you have to have, you have to be a motorcycle rider to be in that group. Uh, Mm Um, but you know, we had a young lady in the group who was actually, uh, she had just bought a Vespa and, uh, needed help. And so I pointed Yelly in her direction and they got together and Yelly helped her out. And I just, to me, that is when the movement has reached its pinnacle, when there's a woman Mm -hmm. in any city that says, Hey, I'm looking for people to ride with. And in your group of 4,000 women, you get women who step up and say, Let's go. That's when I can sit back and go, wow, we did that. I love it. We really did that. And we've been able to do that. um, And it's been a remarkable thing. So I'm happy. When you do take that ride, let me know. Let me know if you. Oh, no doubt. I might meet you somewhere along the way.
1: I'd love it. I would love it.
2: Let's do it. All right.
1: All right, listen, listen. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, <laughs> you know you know it, it, you know you know what the you know what the thing is, we with the I'm gonna to have to have you back on the show because there's so many topics that we could touch on um with with the with the wealth of knowledge that we both possess and the wealth of observations that we both have with our time in the industry, I mean, we could probably, we could wrap a taste for a good two hours minimum, two hours minimum. So (laughs) for this episode, I (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like we know a lot of stuff and we know a lot of people and more importantly, more people know you. So I want to, um, I want to make sure, I want to make sure that we get to one of my favorite Parts of life in the fast lane, which is the super poll section. And the super poll section, for anybody that is unfamiliar with this section of the show, is when I ask you two or three uh, questions and, and your rapid response. You know, it's the first thing that comes, you speak your rapid truth. Okay.
2: All right, go for it. So, are you ready? Ready.
1: Okay. All right. Question number one. Tupac or Biggie? Biggie. Okay. Okay. Any particular reason?
2: I love Big, Biggie's um, storytelling uh, ability. He creates um, great imagery with his words. Okay.
1: That's that's a great... There are no wrong answers. There are no wrong answers. You're speaking your truth. Okay.
2: All right, right. Moving
1: on. Question number two. And this, this one is... This is an inside joke between you and I, but I feel like it's inside, but it's, 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 it's got universal, an inside joke, inside joke with universal appeal. So I'm going to ask you this. Are you ready? Okay. I'm
2: listening.
1: Okay. Who had the better theme song? Family Matters or, <laughs> full, or full House? Okay. Let me repeat the question. Let me repeat the question. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wait, okay. Who had the better theme song? Family Matters or
2: Full House? I gotta go with Family Matters. I wonder why. (laughs) I gotta go
1: with Family Matters. (laughs) Alright, all right, right, so that, that that is a um we, we don't need to, uh, you know, dive into it any further, unless you want to. I mean, it's a good answer. I And I personally, I agree with you. I agree with you. But, you know, I had to get you with one. I had to get you with one. I,
2: I figured, I figured. We could.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Moving on. Final question. Final question. If you could take a ride with anyone living no longer with us, Uh, biblical mythological uh fictional who would you take a ride with what would you ride and where would you ride to
2: wow okay so if i could take a ride with anyone it would be my grandfather in hawaii um he is a he is a motorcycle rider and obviously at the age where he he can no longer ride but i would have loved to have had the opportunity to ride in hawaii with him I would, I would probably ride an Indian chieftain, um, and, you know, I would just love to be side by side with my grandfather when he had all his faculties and and could ride while he had on his colors and I had on my colors, and we could, because we talked motorcycles all the time, he and I, um, and he had no idea who his granddaughter was. <laughs> oh, wow. Um until I guess over these last few years we start we've been talking more and more and, and I sent him a copy of the magazine and he's super impressed and bragging all his friends and everything. but um yeah, it would be with my grandfather for sure. That's who I will ride with. Now, I'm sure a ride with Jesus would be cool, but <laughs> but I will probably ride with him.
1: Please give all of your social media platforms. People can follow you. The websites, Black Black Girls Ride Magazine, all the websites, go.
2: Okay. Um, You can find us at blackgirlsride.com. All of our social media is at Black Girls Ride. So Instagram at Black Girls Ride, um, Pinterest, Snapchat, uh, Facebook. Um, Our Facebook page is actually Black Girls Ride Mag. And the group is Black Girl Ride. So Facebook.com slash groups slash Black Girl Ride. And I do all the social media. So if anybody wants to reach me directly, that's a good way to get in touch. It's just through a DM, it. Twitter, Twitter as well, all at Black Grove Ride.
1: Who do you want to give a shout out to? Anybody want to say thanks, props, good looking out. Who do you want to give a um, shout
2: out I, to? I wanna give a shout out to all of the Black Girls Ride ambassadors from all over the country, particularly um, my girl Squeak in Ohio, who helps me with the day-to-day management uh, of Black Girls Ride Magazine, all of our contributors. I couldn't do any of this um, alone. You know, I want to give a shout-out to you for Aww. offering this platform. Oh this shucks. Shucks. You know, we should have been done something together. That's true. You no? Know? Yes. Um, but
1: I, I think we, we've been seeing each other in certain c- circles and now it's, it's, it's time, you know. It's time to it's link. It's time. time to link and
2: build. Yeah. Let's get it done. Let's get, yeah, it, done. get it done. Well, Let's get it well, done.
1: Listen, so, sister, Black Moses appreciates you. And, uh, you know, I consider you a close personal friend. Close uh-huh. personal friend of Black Moses. Let it be known. I said it. That's right. It's my show, uh-huh. damn it
2: wait can i say one thing before you can we say
1: you can say more than one thing say what you want to say
2: okay so we have a writer prep workshop in st louis so any of your listeners that are in the st louis missouri area on september um, let me get the date right it is september 15th Okay, saturday 14th saturday. September 14th, we're going to be in St. Louis, so you can get all that information at Black Girls Ride, but I would love to meet you guys, come through, guy give away some stuff, and that's it, that's all I wanted to say.
1: St. Louis, <laughs> mount up, Black Girls Ride is coming to your town, alright?
2: Let's I'm get it let the support. I'm trying to get out there, and your event in Philly.
1: Oh, and, and, and what's the problem? What, what, the, what the problem is? September the 21st, Clutch Control, the Philadelphia Motorcycle Show. All day. Come get it. Black Girls Ride should be in the building. Let's make it happen. Let's talk about it. Let's see.
2: That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. I'm going to have to get you offline. Let's get it. it.
1: All right. Yo, I love you, sis. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for being. Thanks for spending time, man. Thanks for spending time. Really appreciate you. All right. All right you if you need anything let me know and vice versa i'll at you all right peace. that's our show for this week i want to say thank you to all of you listening and supporting life in the fast lane the movement the brand your boy mr black moses i truly appreciate you special thanks to my dear friend Portia Taylor, a.k.a. P.T., uh, for checking in with the family, with the crew this week. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Listen, man, listen. I need you all to please follow the show on Instagram at Life in the Fast Lane Official, on Twitter at LITFL Official, and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. As always, I need you to hit that like, that share, that subscribe button. Hit it all. Hit it all. Make it all happen. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all-new episode of Life in the Fast Lane. Hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses.
0: I'm going. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey, guys, guess what? This week on Duffified Live, I'm going to have a conversation that is holy shit raw. I mean, we're talking raw. Um, really no direction to the conversation. I just was super interested in in meeting this guy and and listening to what he had to say and, and, and getting an insight into his world because um, he's a quality individual. He's a very talented chef, accomplished. He's done some really, really cool things, worked for some amazing chefs across this country. Hey, he's even done a little Top Chef. Um, he's a good dude. So I hope you guys are going to enjoy him as much as I did, because we are having a conversation about everything from growing up in Oakland, California, being a Vietnamese American, working and living um, in the States you know, growing up in the States and having an appreciation for it all. And then we actually get into a little politics. We talk a little politics. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, literally a kaleidoscope of a conversation that I don't even know how you guys are going to follow it, but we went all over the place and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. So ladies and gentlemen, this week on Duffified live, I got chef to David Fu. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.